0: Today is the 2nd of September 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern that's mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, there is the Walking the Way prayer handbook and today's script, which you can download. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrott.co.uk. Again, links to everything, including our social media, are in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's tell our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, you are always near to us here on earth. And so we thank you for all the love you put into our lives so that we can have joy even in the midst of all the difficulties and struggles how much you have given us and how often have you rescued us from times of trial lord again and again you've let the light of life shine out you give us light not only for a moment but also for the future enabling us to draw strength and assurance from the present the past and the future. To the glory of your name. Amen. Matthew 13, 42. They will throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I think it's safe to say that hell is not a popular concept, except maybe in Hollywood where it seems to be a recurring part of horror movies. But ask people on the street what they think about hell. And I think you'll find that the majority of people will probably describe it as a bit of a myth or a fairy tale that's made up to scare people into organized religion. And if it comes up in discussion, then the typical question is, why would a loving God ever send people to hell for eternity? There are two things that strike me about that question. Firstly, it goes to show what people don't know about God. And secondly, people really don't like being judged. Yes, God is a God of love, but God is also holy and righteous. As a holy God, he cannot tolerate, excuse, or overlook sin, which is disobedience against him. And that's why Jesus died to save us. He died to take away our sin, and it's through believing the redemption that comes through Jesus that we are saved from hell. Secondly, as I said, people just don't like being judged. People will go to hell on Judgment Day. Having been judged, and people don't want to think that there will be a time when someone other than ourselves will judge us for our actions and our attitudes. I want to be the arbiter of my future, and that's the problem because, in the end, people will choose to go to hell. To quote C.S. Lewis, there are only two kinds of people in the end those who say to God, Thy will be done. And those to whom God says in the end, thy will be done. All that are in hell, choose it. Without that self-choice, there could be no hell. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we read Matthew 13. Heavenly Father, Jesus' words today are challenging. So help us to hear them, Lord. Help us to hear it with your wisdom and respond to them with your grace. Amen. For the final time this week, our Bible readings are taken from the New International Version, and today I'm reading Matthew 13. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into the boat and sat in it, while all the other people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places, where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. When the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. The disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing they do not see, though hearing they do not understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding you will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart had become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, because they see, and your ears, because they hear. For truly I tell you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who will hear the word, and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, They last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they fall away quickly. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop, yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. While everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered because while you are pulling up the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let them both grow until the harvest. At that time I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree. that the birds come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all the way through the dough. Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable, and so was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. And the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one. And the enemy who sows them is the devil. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let into the lake, and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous, and throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. You have understand all these things, Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of a storeroom new treasures as well as old. When Jesus had finished these parables, he moved on from there. Coming to his hometown, he began teaching people in the synagogue, and they were amazed. Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers, they asked? Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother's name Mary, and aren't his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Aren't all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own town and in his own home. And he did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about those words of Jesus. And after music, as always, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. The links are all in the episode notes. We'd love to be able to pray for you and just lift you up before God. Reminder also, please that we're continuing to pray for the situation in the Ukraine, the situation in Pakistan, which seems to be going from worse to worse, and also I'm asking people to pray for a friend of mine called Ailey. Yeah, I'm, he would really appreciate some some prayer support right now. Our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer book is for the young people in our churches. So let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for our young people. We ask that you work in the lives of all young people, Lord. Draw ever closer to those who want to know you. And we pray that they would grow in grace and in knowledge of the Lord Jesus in the days that lie ahead. May they learn to walk in spirit and truth to trust in your word, knowing that your grace is sufficient for all their needs and requirements. Lord, keep them from being influenced by the tempting things of the world, and protect them from an enemy who would seek to disrupt their walk with you and fellowship with the Father. Give them grace and wisdom as they face the challenges of life, and keep them humble in heart and teachable in spirit. Lord, may they look to learn to you, the author and finisher of their salvation. We ask this in your precious name. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread.